Hello, and welcome to the Moxie Gal Podcast, where you can come for your weekly dose of tips and tools that you can use to stay relevant, productive, and thrive. Through personal anecdotes, stories, and interviews, we'll uncover what it takes to unleash the moxie or courage that you need to design the life that you want. My name is Ami Valdemaro. I'm a leadership trainer and coach, and I help people with big ideas turn their ambitious visions into action and impact, and keep it real in the process. On this episode, we're going to talk about how to not sweat the small stuff when you're the one who's always sweating the small stuff. We're going to talk about over-responsibility and how that can lead to burnout, and some tips and tools you can use to meet burnout with acceptance so that you and your teams can take action from a more aligned place. So today I want to talk about over-responsibility, and it sounds exactly like you think it sounds. It's taking on more than your share of responsibility for things or situations that are happening in your life. Now, anybody can be susceptible or fall prey to over-responsibility, but it tends to affect some people more easily than others. For example, if you've done any work on the Enneagram or personality tests and you find yourself identifying as someone who is a helper or someone who likes to be of service to people, that's your love language, right? Acts of service. You might be susceptible to this over-responsibility. Or you might identify as someone who likes to perform. They derive validation or feel love by being able to perform to standards or expectations. So you're another personality type that might fall prey to this sense of wanting to be overly responsible or to take on more than your share of the work. Even if you feel like you don't readily identify with either of these personality types, the helper or the performer, but you feel like you are stepping into over-responsibility it's time to question the beliefs or the mindset that got you there. Now I say question, but that doesn't mean questioning it with judgment. It means questioning it with curiosity. What is it about your makeup or your conditioning that allows you to take on more than your share of the work? Another way to think about it is what hungers do you have that you are trying to satisfy by stepping beyond the bounds of your job description or your role or the expectations that others have set on you or more importantly that you've set on yourself you see each of us is human and each of us has hungers it might be a hunger for knowledge for competence for prestige for acknowledgement each of us has these wired within our operating system and in order to satisfy those cravings or those hungers we take action and those patterns of acting may have helped us in the past but it might get to a point where they're no longer productive or no longer serving us there's an even simpler way to take a look at this anytime we feel like we are taking on too much of the responsibility or the burden of the work to be done, we can take it as a sign. 
that we're veering dangerously close to burnout. Now this concept of taking on too much isn't new. Anyone who's been in school or worked on group projects knows that in any group there seems to be someone who takes on the lion's share of responsibility for getting shit done and other people who are more content to kind of sit back and take direction from them or hopefully not but in some cases just freeload. If you're listening to this podcast, you're interested in leadership and management, so chances are you're probably not one of those people who just sit back and relax. In fact, the tendency to take on a lot of work and more responsibility is probably what led you to be in the position you're in now, with the success and the responsibilities and the expectations that come with it. Part of stepping into that greater sense of leadership and authority is knowing when to check yourself so that you don't limit your own growth and performance. That means being aware of how you operate and when you indulge in behavior that's not productive for you or the teams that you're working with or the clients that you're trying to serve. So what might that look like? Well, if we're speaking about over-responsibility, It could mean that you are on a spin cycle in your mind, running through endless scenarios without resolution, trying to tick every box and make sure everything is in order, and not delegating or outsourcing the work to other people or asking for help. For other people, it might be a sense that you get, a sensation that you get inside your body, could be a ball in the pit of your stomach or back pain, something that's telling you that you're literally overexerting yourself. It might look like outbursts or getting triggered more often or feeling angry or irritable, lashing out. Or it might look like not sharing information or intelligence or work and asking others to help you to get the work done. You'll basically take everything for yourself and do everything on your own. Or it might be unconscious or subconscious patterns that you've developed based on how you were brought up, your conditioning or your experiences. Something deep inside you that tells you that you have to be the one that is reliable, that can deliver, and that doesn't need to ask for help in order to get things done. You're a self-starter. Something in your makeup that is guiding you to work in this way even though this approach doesn't work 100% of the time. So the first tip is to see these signs before or as they're happening. The body and the mind are super intelligent and they have ways of communicating with us that are clear and accurate and present to what's going on with us right now. We have to develop the skills of listening to those signs when they come up. So they say awareness is the first step and being able to take action, right? It's true, but before action comes acceptance. It's great that you become aware of your default patterns or your default settings when it comes to taking on work or taking on responsibility. But in order to move from a more integrated place, we have to accept the parts of us that brought us here in the first place. So I'll take myself as an example. 
I readily identify as someone who has a strong helper part of their personality. I like to be of service to people. And I also identify as a performer. I like to meet people's expectations or exceed them. It's a way that I feel that I can express but also receive love. And so over-responsibility is something that is a friend of mine. It appears very often in my life. What that looks like to me is that I take on projects and work that isn't necessarily mine, but that I do because I want to be of service right, to others. The problem is I take on too much of that work and I end up nearing burnout. Burnout is something that I'm very familiar with. And normally when I'm approaching that stage, I feel it in my body. I feel tension in my shoulders, maybe something in the pit of my stomach. I definitely am also subject to analysis paralysis, spinning wheels in my head. And I feel like it's programming that came from when I was young, that I wanted to be dependable and reliable and helpful. That was in my programming and conditioning as a kid, and I carried that with me. So before I got really deep into coaching, What would happen is when I got to the point where I was about to experience burnout, I would judge myself. I'd criticize myself for complaining and just say, you could do it, just suck it up. I didn't acknowledge or accept the parts of me that were feeling overwhelmed. I just tried to push them aside or push them away or quiet them or silence them. So I'd trudge along continuing to do this work until ultimately I wouldn't be able to take it anymore and I would have some sort of emotional outburst or release like volcanic eruption. (laughs) While it would help, I would let off steam quite literally, it wasn't so productive for the teams that I was working with, who really looked to me to be the reliable, dependable, responsible leader. So if any of this resonates with you, or you feel like you're dangerously approaching burnout, here are a few tips based on my own experience. The first step, like I said before, is to be aware of clues that your body or your mind are signaling to you that you're approaching your upper limit. Tip number two is to accept that you've got limitations. You're perfectly imperfect, you're perfectly human, and it's understandable that we have limits on our time and energy. So accept this without judgment. It's easier said than done, but Having some self-compassion for yourself will allow you to release any of the pent-up frustration, stress, anger, emotions that you need in order to move forward from a more aligned place. The third tip is to accept responsibility, not for everyone, but for handling your own hungers, your triggers, and your blind spots. This is something that's especially important as you get into higher and higher levels of authority and power, where you might enter echo chambers where you have less people you can rely on to keep you in check or to keep you honest. So accepting responsibility for your responses to things is a key step in moving forward. And then finally, given that you've taken a step back and are willing to approach new ways of doing, thinking, or being with this curiosity, It's an important step to ask yourself, what do you want to accomplish? What do you want or need to get done? And in the case of over-responsibility, who can you call on to support you in reaching your goals and objectives? 
so often in this busy world that we live in. We think that leadership is about doing things, taking action, getting things done. And yes, that's a huge part of it, especially if people are relying on you to make decisions. But what we have to also realize is that leadership comes from within. If we can't lead ourselves, then how can we possibly lead others authentically? So yes, doing is important, but so is being, and I cannot stress this enough. Because if you come from a place where you are trying to think about strategy, aka how to do things, but you haven't addressed the root cause of what's getting you stuck, it's just gonna come up and bite you in the ass again until you resolve it. We're gonna tackle judgment and the shame and guilt around judgment and self-criticism in future episodes. But for now, here's my challenge to you. If you find that you are feeling burnt out or nearing burnout, try and examine how you feel that. Is it in your mind? Is it somewhere in your body? Is it some sort of unconscious conditioning that you have? Get curious about where you think that programming comes from. And here's the rub. Don't judge yourself for coming to a realization of when this started, when you first experienced this or when you learned that this was a behavior that could work for you, taking more than your share of responsibility. Accept that this is a behavior that has served you in the past and don't criticize yourself for it. Everything is welcome. And in that acceptance, see if anything changes. Anything changes in your mind or in your thoughts or in your body. And let me know how it goes, how that short practice sits with you. Send me a message and tell me what's up. I'd love to hear from you. You can send us a message on Instagram at the underscore moxiel. Check us out on LinkedIn or send us a note at www.themoxiegal.com. Until the next time, take care, stay safe, and be well.